Hi, I'm Lance. And I'm Mel. In the spring of 2012, we were walking around downtown Indianapolis. We were looking for someplace local for dinner. We threw out a restaurant name and Mel asked, Is it local? That simple question became a much bigger conversation and our company, Indiana Originals, was born. Every Indiana Originals member is certified local. That means the business is an Indiana-owned and operated company, headquartered here, and not part of an out-of-state chain. When you discover and support a business on our website or on our app, you are keeping more money in Indiana, helping our communities be unique, and creating jobs. If you spent 5% more on goods and services from Indiana, we would have $1.8 billion more billion for our schools and infrastructure. So when you break it down, that's just $35 per household per week. When you see the Indiana Originals badge, you know you are supporting local Indiana businesses. Download our app powered by B&W Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Drains and get your business certified local at indianaoriginals.com. Indiana Originals, leading local living. Local Matters brings you incredible stories about Indiana original businesses making a positive impact in Indiana and the entrepreneurs leading the way. I'm Mel McMahon, and today we'll get the story of how Faith Blackwell started Faith Blackwell Photography, specializing in headshots, business branding, event capturing, and art. We'll talk about the challenges and the successes along the way and why supporting local businesses really matters. You're listening to Local Matters, brought to you by Indiana Originals, leading local living. Faith Blackwell, Faith Blackwell Photography, thank you so much for joining me on Local Matters. Thank you for having me. I must say it's incredible to see you. It's been months. Yes, it has been. (laughs) COVID has been just crazy in so many ways, affected businesses in so many different ways. Uh, For our listeners that aren't familiar with you, talk about your business and those specialties. Um, I have been in business for 10 years now, full time. Like you said, I do headshots, business, uh, capturing events, and it has been uh, just, I say ever growing, ever changing. So I started off in 2010 with just like a few clients or whatever, quit my job of 10 years and just did this into this head on full time. So I don't know about you, but a lot of people I talk to feel like they really had things figured out in 2019 and then 2020 happened and kind of derailed everything. What spot were you in when COVID came into our lives? I was in a great space when I think a lot of people like myself, we were thinking 2020 was going to be our year. It was going to be everything's going to be so great, so well. And I was in like a very good position. I had a lot of events booked for this year. And now COVID had in the beginning, one started to drop off after another, after another. And it was like a really hard couple of days when everything just completely wiped out my summer, wiped out, you know, income that I was depending on, I was relying on. I have a studio downtown that, you know, costs money daily, monthly, and I had none of that coming in. What did you want to be when you grew up? I wanted to be a business person. I wanted to own my own business, but I didn't know what it was. I wanted to own, I was thinking retail. Okay. And then I you know, try, you know, retail. And I was like, "Mm, yeah, no, that's not going to (laughs) work. What did you discover about retail that made you look for something different? Just like dealing with, you have two sides. You have to deal with employees. You have to deal with customers. And I don't think that, I mean, I end up owning my own business and I do have to deal with customers and clients, but I have kind of a, a little control over who I, who I deal with or who comes into my space. So 
being able to do that made it more, this is more of, you know, my style, my flow. What kind of retail were you in? What were you selling? Uh, just clothing. Just like, just clothing, retails. So, yeah, just basic sales. Have you always been interested in kind of like that fashion event beauty world? Or is that something you discovered later? I did have no clue. I am the only girl of six boys. And I was, yes, I was truly, you know, tomboy. I didn't, you know, wear makeup. I didn't like dresses or anything. So, yeah, this is a complete, you know, total turnaround from what I thought. Of I was going to do business and fashion, even though I did in college, I did take like fashion courses and I do like that. I, I've always been creative. I've always been like an artsy kind of person. So but yeah, this whole industry thing. No, I didn't see it coming. So did you find it or did it find you? It found me like photography found me. I definitely say that all the time. I didn't we didn't own like a real camera. We had like the little Polaroid that, you know, I couldn't touch because I was too little. But once I was in like working and able to afford a camera I bought a camera and once I picked it up and captured some I always say I captured some events at our family reunion and I was I love like anticipating what people were going to do and just catch candid things so that's where it all started let's talk about some camera taking tips real quick Mm -hmm. I was in journalism in high school Mm -hmm. I was editor of my yearbook I remember I had to walk around with a camera around my neck all Mm -hmm. the time you know because this was back before we had phones yes with cameras in our pocket and I was horrible at taking pictures. Mm -hmm. And even now, which you see, I post on Instagram all the time. Mm -hmm. I'm always posting on Facebook. There's some times where I'm just like, that is a really bad picture. (laughs) And I don't know how to make it better, so I post it anyway. Right. What are some quick tips that we need to be thinking about when we're taking pictures, trying to capture those moments or, you know, really spread the word about something important? Well, lighting is everything. Lighting is key. Um... If you have bad lighting, all things can go wrong. Um, (laughs) And know your presets, know your editing skills, your filters. You don't have to filter everything because I I do believe in too much filtering. So you can like overly Photoshop or overly where a person doesn't look like a person. That's where I, I don't I don't like that. But other people do. So it just it's taste. It is also taste. What has software like Instagram done for photography businesses what kind of effect has everybody thinking that they're a photographer had on what you do and what you really bring to the customer well I think what I bring is um not only photography but the the experience like especially in my studio I have people coming in every day who just like have fun in my space and I catch the best things out of them I mean there are definitely some things you can do and uh, definitely positive points for you know uh, iPhones and all that stuff I've taking pictures of iPhones and was able to sell images off of that way. But I think it's uh, all around experience. And I do teach like some of my clients what they can do, like in the meantime, because you don't always have to have a professional photographer, even if you know how to catch capture some things yourself, because I have friends who are like amazing at, you know, capturing images on their iPhone. They love to travel. And I'm always like, you need to blow that up. You need to frame it, print it, frame it. So there's there's a balance. So there's definitely encouragement in the community of what different tools that you can use. Yes. Right. Yes. When did you know that you could go from doing photography as a hobby to doing it as a full time business? I think when other people remarked on how great 
my photography was because I didn't think I didn't think anything of it at the time. I was like, oh, anybody can take a picture, blah blah blah. And I have my my husband; he cannot take a picture. So <laughs> I'll see him. I'm like, why did you do that? So I I think it was like those kind of remarks that stuck in my head a little bit. But then I took like a lot of workshops and just educating myself on different things. Do people always expect you to have a camera? Yes. All the time. All the time. They are shocked when I do. I'm like, no. I like to enjoy things. I do. Really? You I mean, do, you, yeah. you like to be a part of what's I, going on? Exactly. I'm like, can I just like lay back, sit down, just chill and enjoy the music or whatever the atmosphere going on? So, yeah. What's your favorite thing to capture? Oh, my goodness. It is anything, any given day. I love, and I didn't know I was going to love capturing people so much, but I love getting people just like out of their element and just capturing them candidly. I do that a lot with my business headshots just because people don't want like the stiff picture anymore. So the posy posy. So we do like a couple of poses. But once you get in conversation, I can capture your natural, how you are naturally. Let's talk about that a little bit because, mm-hmm. you know, especially on LinkedIn, mm-hmm. you know, something a lot of professionals are on. Yes. Uh, there are some pictures that, you know, are clearly like senior photos, mm-hmm. right? And then you have some really professional headshots. And then you have pictures that really just don't feel appropriate for LinkedIn at all. Right. How do you bring your best self to a photography shoot? What do we, as kind of the focus, as the subject, need to be thinking about? First of all, you want to pick a photographer that is right for you. You want to look at their look at their work and see if that's if you can see yourself in their pictures. So that's like the one thing I ask. And I'm like, I always tell people I'm not I may not be for you, but somebody else is for you. And I tell them your photographer, that's a relationship like with your hairstylist, with your makeup artist. You should have a relationship because they can bring out the best of you and see you in a light that you probably don't see yourself in. Well, that's probably a misconception about photographers, too, is everybody thinks a picture is a picture. Right. Exactly. But it's not. Yeah. And what you see through the camera is very different than what somebody else sees just looking at that subject. Yes. Yes. It's amazing how you bring that to light, too, with, you know, the different editing and kind of how you're setting things up. And if you haven't checked out Faith's photography, please do. I mean, she's on every social media outlet. You can find her on IndianaOriginals.com and on her website. And we'll give all of those out in a little bit. Um, But I want to talk, too, about what you have in front of us. You brought uh, we'll call it art. Yes. Right. You yes. brought some art today. Talk about transitioning into this. A few years ago, I started doing uh, mixed media art. I've always done like taking trips and I'll take my cameras on trips and do landscape or portraits or architecture, just capturing different things. And I like blow them up, uh, print them out and frame them. So I always do art that way. And at the Stutz, we usually have a um, an open house. So I have a little gallery space and we have things on display. So over the years, I've done that. But over the last few years, and I started off doing coasters, just putting like some indie scenes, some fun, creative uh, projects that I'm doing on coasters. And that has emerged into doing mixed media art. So I have just like I use any everything I can. I use flowers. I use wood. I use I do my own acrylic resin molds Um, at the studs. It's really easy to just like be influenced by other artists because we have jewelry makers. We have painters. We have furniture designers, all kinds of people down there. And I walk around and we just like talk about like what projects we have going on. And they'll show me some things. I'll show them some things. And it's just like it's really easy to be influenced by the amazing artists there. Let's talk about some of the inspiration for these pictures on the coaster. You know, we're looking at, 
you know, different cityscapes. You've captured some really cool neon lights in particular ways. Describe for our listeners, you know, what we're looking at and what inspires you. Well, we're looking at like scenes from Indy now. I have the Cultural Trail. I have a uh, University Park. I have one that's not here. That's a Monument Circle. So just I use like photography. I clear my head. That's like one of the things I do. I can walk around any parts of the city here or anywhere I travel and just like get engulfed and just start taking pictures with my camera. It's, it's my happy place. It's my therapy. That's what I use. Um, some of these things, mixed media, I introduced in Penrod, the popsicles that we see here. I um, just had an idea. I always say I'm a child from the 80s, so I love 80s music. I love bright colors. I just love funky things. Uh, anything that I can get my hands on, ideas. I'm inspired by fashion, by art, by design, interior, architecture, everything. So that is where like all my inspiration comes from. Well, looking at these coasters and looking at the pictures here, it's truly is capturing a moment, right? There's such a feeling and an emotion that comes out of this and you kind of put yourself there and actually in COVID mode, I mean, it kind of, it makes me miss Mm -hmm. what we had before. You know, one of the coasters, it has uh, drinks sitting on top of a bar. Mm -hmm. You have the love life neon, you have the coffee neon, Mm -hmm. Uh, university park, the fountain you're featuring. It's one of my favorites. It's the one with the kids holding hands around the fountain. It's just one of the gems Mm -hmm. of this great city Mm -hmm. that we love. And I know you find lots of inspiration here and you have another item that kind of makes me miss life pre COVID. It's a popcorn box. Yes. And it's one of, you know, the tall iconic ones with the stripes on it, but it's 3d. So talk Mm -hmm. about how you made this popcorn that we're looking at. I mean, it looks like popcorn. Yes. I, um, I think I was walking through Target or the dollar store or something one day and I have that exact I have the box so I took a photo of the box and I changed that one to black and white I mean it's the first of a series that's gonna come out and I I will do different colors of that and then I just took some different color rocks or different color gems that I can find and I resonate over a wood board so it is like it's a 3d explain what that means the, you resin explain it what is, that is it's a mix that you use um it's a clear glaze is what it is and you you'll see it over a lot of art you'll see it it gives like a glossy a glossy cover over the art but it also seals things together this clear 3d popsicle you have on this <laughs> yes. board i mean it looks so good i want to lick it i'm not going to <laughs> if it weren't COVID, i might actually but it looks where do you come up with the ideas for these? I have no idea. It just it just comes in my head because the popsicle that started off as a clear popsicle, and I have a couple of clear popsicles, and I was like, hmm, what can I add in there? So I just like walked around sometimes in my studio, like walk around and try and find different things. So it may be flowers one day, it may be something else another day. So I just like to mix and match things. And this particular one has pinkish purple fuchsia flowers and a green flower in the middle really i mean it it pops like literally popping off the block yes yes but it really pops yes and i think that's a great way to kind of describe your art and your photography in general you know it just it pops it It gives you that emotion it's fun it's a fun everybody comes to my space and they see all the colors and it's like it's a fun space to be in what motivates you to keep doing this Oh, my goodness. Just like I have so many ideas that I just have to get out. And it's crazy. So that's that keeps me going. Um, 
I may not have all the funds to do it, but they're coming. So I just keep working on different projects and just keep putting things out there. Coming up, the challenges and successes Faith Blackwell has had along the way and what she wants you to know about starting your own business. This is Local Matters. Local Matters is brought to you by Indiana Originals, co-founded by myself and my now husband, Lance. We were walking around Monument Circle. Back in 2012, we wanted to go someplace for dinner, and we threw out a restaurant name. And I say I said it, but really, we don't really remember who said it. But one of us said, is it local? And that's what started the entire conversation that became what we now know as Indiana Originals. Just like Faith Blackwell Photography, every Indiana Originals member is a business that is headquartered here, locally owned and operated, and not part of an out-of-state chain. That is how we define local, because those businesses have the biggest economic impact. And man, we've seen the effects of that in 2020. We sure have. If you're looking for local, look for us. Check out IndianOriginals.com or download our app powered by B&W Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Drains to find great local businesses of all different categories near you. And one of those businesses you'll find on there is McFarling Foods, another sponsor of this show, Local Matters. Since the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic, McFarling Foods has been saluting first responders and local heroes all over central Indiana. Every week with Food Drop Friday, they are helping out those people on the front lines. Check out more great stories and pictures of what they're doing at McFarling.com under Food Drop Friday. And they were also a very generous donor for the 26th anniversary WIBC Radiothon for the Salvation Army. And I want to thank them for sponsoring the phone bank. And that is what Indiana Originals is all about really creating healthier, stronger communities and more jobs in Indiana by encouraging people to support local. We've been chatting with Faith Blackwell of Faith Blackwell Photography, who started her business doing headshots, business branding shots, capturing events, and now creating art in 2010. Faith, what has been the hardest part about being a business owner? I think the hardest part about being a business owner is being a sole entrepreneur, just like doing it alone, doing it yourself. That's the hardest part. It's a lonely job. It's a lot of hard work and a lot of hard hours. What's the most rewarding part, though? Most rewarding is seeing people's faces when their images come back or even seeing them on the back of a camera because people don't think they're as beautiful as they are. And it's amazing to me why why we don't think that of ourselves. And I'm I'm the one to talk to because I'm I'm the same way. But I can I can see beauty in other people and bring it out in themselves in portraits. What would you tell others that want to start their own business? What do you want them to know? I want them to start now. Start, even if they have a job, start now, figure it out. Um, things are not 100% perfect, and they will never be. But as long as you get started, you're, you're closer to where you want to be. Were you able to start your business just gung-ho right away or did you have to do other things on the side too while you were getting the photography going I started it on the side I started it started as a hobby while I was still working so I started as a hobby and once I knew that you know this is what I want to do full-time I I gave myself a couple of years to pay stuff off and trying to get a little organized and a little ready I wasn't 100% ready and I I did fully like kind of jump in but I had a little cushion along the way Let's talk about your power shots idea mm-hmm. that you have. I think that's super unique. Um, pretty much everybody needs a headshot, right? Yes. I don't think I've updated mine since, what do we figure out, 2017, mm-hmm. I think. Um, been a minute. <laughs> yes. I'm growing my hair out long, so I look like my headshot again. Oh my goodness. <laughs> uh, and I have lost a few pounds since then. Yes. But talk about how you set up power shots. And then I want to talk about the effect of not having a headshot that matches you 
Okay. So talk about Power Shots real quick and how you came up with that idea. Okay. Power Shots, I mean, as we talked about before, I love uh, just exploring different places in the city. I think we have the greatest backdrops, and I think we have some of the greatest small businesses. So I wanted to also show them some love by introducing people to a new space that they haven't been to. Um, a couple of places that I've done was like um, the Catacombs in the City Market and then Just Pop In. And people... Most of everybody had not been inside the catacombs, and it's a truly like unique space in this city. It's incredible. It's it's amazing. It's amazing. But um, yeah, introducing people to new spaces and getting them to know our city a little bit better. If you're not familiar with the catacombs, it's the space below City Market yes. downtown, uh, dirt floor. Mm-hmm. It has the brick archways. Yes. Uh, what used to be down there? Do you even do you know? I don't even remember because they do have like the history of it on the outside walls. One thing I attended there, they used to have a um, prohibition party mm-hmm. on the fifth. So I, I've a, they've had a, a couple of different events. I think Yelp has done a couple of things down there. So it's it's a unique, it's an amazing space. It's a very just. It's a huge part of history, yes. right? And City Market's one of our members. We need to have them on. Maybe yes. they can give us some more insight on that. Um, and it's amazing what Stevie was able to build at the City Market and kind of give it that branding. It was and, incredible. Uh, your pictures you shot there, very, very cool. I and love very it. unique. It was great. Um, a lot of your headshots, I mean, they really do bring out the best in people. Mm-hmm. What happens to us, you know, business owners, when we don't look like our headshot? Let's say you're going to go speak at a conference and they have your headshot in the program and you're sitting in the audience and the person walks out on stage. And I know my reaction. (laughs) What is what's kind of the thinking, you know, from a professional photography sense? Like what what should we be presenting? I think you should be presenting yourself. I think people do a double take when you don't look like your headshot. It's like, who is this person? I mean, and there's nothing wrong with, you know, editing out wrinkles or whatever. But when it, when you look like a totally different person, I don't think it's, it's real. It's not. Yeah. Well, and I think, too, you know, growing up in kind of radio and TV, you know, career wise, we we're kind of told what we have to look like. Mm-hmm. And part of that is because they don't want to pay money to redo all the marketing, right? right. All the headshots, all the different advertisements and such right. that go. And I think sometimes we need to put that kind of professional hat on for ourselves as business owners too. I agree. You talked about how you love showcasing, you know, these local businesses, mm-hmm. right? Getting people to new spaces they haven't been in before. Why does that matter to you? It's just something I think is like pay it back pay it forward i mean i would want people to shop at my business because it's local i mean i would want them to be a part of my business because they love what i do so i think it's important just to support one another i grew up in east chicago indiana which is northwest indiana and i had to think back on like just it amazed me how like every place we went to was local so all the food places we went to were local we had our chains but like we had um, mom and pop stuff on the around the corner so it was I think it's always been embedded in me I just never knew it and so why does being an Indian original matter it matters so much because of the support I believe in a community and a network that supports one another encourages one another that's what gets us through the day that's what gets us through the year it's just like encouragement from other people I have friends who I talk to or text on a regular basis that are members and there's no support like it. I'm so glad to hear that. 
So Faith 2020 has definitely been a time for us to kind of sit and reflect and look for new opportunities. Uh, Do you have anything coming up? I do, actually, and I'm excited to share that I have work going into the new Bottle Works (gasps) plants facility hotel yes really yes oh that's so exciting yeah if you aren't familiar with bottle works it is on the far east side of mass ave it's the old coca-cola plant Mm -hmm. and the company that is building the development there has really taken some great strides to restore yes that beautiful gem keep the history yes what are you going to have there? Can you tell have, us? I'm going to have artwork going on the third floor, as I know right now, of like the hotel suite spaces of the hotel rooms. They kind of commissioned me to come out when everything was under construction and take some portraits of the guys that were working in the space. Really? Yes. That's an amazing opportunity. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. There's a lot of um, local artists that will be in that building, so... It's going to be quite the gallery space for just various types of art. See, and that's a great example about how big business can work with small business. Yes. And, you know, there's room for everybody if we just let each other play. Exactly. Right. And that's really what Indiana Originals is all about, is helping people find those opportunities. Besides IndianaOriginals.com, where can we find out more about you and how can we support your business? Uh, you can find out more about me. I'm on Instagram. If you search Faith Blackwell or if you go FB Photog LLC, I should come up. I'm, I also have an Etsy shop on Faith Blackwell. If you search that, I'm on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter. So, yeah, just search me up. But Instagram and Etsy are the best places where you can see my stuff and follow me. And hopefully we'll have your artwork on Indiana.gift soon, too. I cannot wait. Yes, let's do this. Lots of peer pressure right here. Let's get <laughs> (laughs) done let's get it done faith blackwell thank you so much for being our guest today on local matters and thanks for doing your part to create healthier stronger communities and more jobs in indiana thank you for having me it was a pleasure and thank you for listening to local matters made possible by indiana originals and mcfarling foods it's an honor to bring you incredible stories about indiana original businesses making a positive impact in indiana and the entrepreneurs leading the way learn more about why local matters at indianaoriginals.com and on our app powered by B&W Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Drains. I'm Mel McMahon, and until next time, keep supporting local. Thanks for listening to Local Matters, brought to you by Indiana Originals, distributed by the All Indiana Podcast Network. Download the Indiana Originals app, powered by B&W Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Drains, and check out indianaoriginals.com.